0: Unbound Theatre presents The Chronicles of Professor Chronomie: Temper and Temporality Written by Dario Knight And performed by Erica Sanderson Chapter 11 The Picnic Impulses surged along the violet web of energy holding the nexus together. There was trouble. Someone who didn't belong was tampering. The operation was nearing completion, but the rogue element needed dealing with. The command was being sent. Through the fog and into another field. This one slanted away towards a picturesque landscape of trees and meadows beneath a dazzling blue sky, not unlike the one Astrid and the Professor had arrived under before time had been pulled to ribbons. Momentarily closing her eyes and letting the heavy summer sunshine engulf her, Astrid moved towards an enormous oak tree overlooking the canvas of countryside laid out before her. Underneath the tree sat a happy couple, chatting and laughing. Two voices she recognised two faces she now knew of old. What is it this time? She asked coldly of the back of the man's head. Russell? Radcliffe? Reynolds? The picnickers stretched round to look at her. The woman's brow rose in surprise, but the man merely glared and got to his feet. Astrid stood, unflinching, before him. Why, Astrid! Jane gasped. How ever did you find us up here? Mrs. Camberwell? Astrid asked hesitantly. Of course it is, silly girl. You know me. Mrs. Camberwell, I need you to come with me. You're not safe. Jane stood with a look of troubled confusion on her face, but Rivers held out an arm to stop her from moving forward. Don't listen to her, my love. I'm afraid she's quite, quite deranged. I'm not the one with twenty different names, am I? She spat. You hear her? Gibberish, Rivers scoffed. Bates the gardener told me as much found her hiding in one of the bushes a few nights back, like some kind of mongrel who can't adjust to being indoors. Astrid, whatever are you talking about? Jane asked in a friendly but concerned tone. This is Mr Rivers. You know who. No, it ain't, Astrid protested. He's an imposter. He don't have no name. He's trying to fool you. My dear girl, you must mind your manners, Jane admonished. Mr Rivers has shown you great kindness these past few months, just as he has to me. It ain't me wants to marry, though, is it? Jane gasped. However did you know about that? We've told nobody, we... She's been spying on us, my love. Rivers growled, hiding in bushes, beneath windows, outside doors. She's sick. You get away from her, Astrid warned. Rivers raised a mocking eyebrow. Is this true? Jane asked, clearly hurt by the suggestion. He's the one lying, Mrs Camberwell. He's done something to you. He's meddling with your history. What utter bunkum, Rivers roared derisively, turning to look at Jane. My love, she is clearly mad. We are best to leave her and return to Wickfield. Jane looked at Astrid. Astrid felt as though she were gazing into her mind, reading her thoughts for evidence that she really was lying. It was a look Astrid had experienced before, back in London in 1593 only then it was some demon creature from the Silver Tunnel through time. Jane kept looking, and somehow Astrid knew she believed her warning about Rivers. "'We have to go,' Astrid said softly. "'Please.' "'I've had enough of this,' Rivers grunted, and took a step forward, grabbing Astrid by the neck and nearly lifting her from the ground. "'Mr. Rivers, no!' Jane cried. "'She's a whelp and she needs disciplining,' he replied dragging her away from the wizened old tree. Astrid clutched at his strong hands, but she could not move them. She kicked at his shins and he faltered. Unable to wrestle free, she clenched her hand into a fist and swung it over her shoulder, catching him under the eye. He immediately dropped her and she tumbled onto the floor. The command was received. It was a risky move. The entire nexus might collapse. But the web was strong. The interference had been embedded consistently and sturdily a textbook operation. The network would hold long enough to deal with the rogue element tampering. The master plan had to be protected. For a moment they stood on the hillside in silence, Astrid having risen cautiously to her feet, Rivers clutching his cheek, and Jane standing to behold the spectacle. Rivers pulled his hand slowly away from his face and saw the slightest smear of blood. Mongrel! Whelp! Degenerate little hussy! He swung his arm out to catch her, but she ducked out of the way, grabbing hold of his leg and pulling it out from under him, sending him tumbling to the grass. She kept hold of the leg and twisted it, forcing him down the slope. She could swear that for the split second when he hit the ground he had changed. Something about his clothes momentarily looked different. It didn't matter. She ran to Jane. I promise you I ain't lying. Stand away from her, Jane, yelled Rivers, getting to his feet. She's violent. You've seen her. Come with me. We'll get back to Wickfield Park and I'll set the damn hounds on her. Astrid opened her mouth to speak, but Jane cut in. Mr. Rivers, she said in a steely tone Astrid recognised from the first day they had met. I am quite ashamed to consider myself a companion to a man who would strike a young girl. I didn't touch her, he barked. She hit me. I have eyes in my skull, sir, and a brain to make sense of what they see. You have shown me generosity and hospitality these long months, Mr Rivers, but now I must return home. No! No, you're going nowhere! I've worked too hard for this, the job's nearly complete! He screamed, marching towards her. One of his hands shot out to grab her, but to Astrid's astonishment, Jane pulled the same trick she had just carried out and pulled one of Rivers' legs from underneath him, sending him crashing back to the floor with a holler of anger, and another strange flash as though a different man had taken his place for the briefest moment. He clutched at a metal band wrapped around his wrist. Job, indeed, Jane glared at him. I am no man's job, Mr. Rivers. Goodbye. She spun around and took Astrid by the arm. They broke into a run. Get back here, Rivers screeched. I do hope you have a plan to extricate us from this dilemma, Miss Astrid. Jane puffed. Don't worry, we're sorted, smiled Astrid. Prof, she called to the skies. We're ready. No reply. Prof? Prof! Who are you calling to? Jane frowned. Where is she? Professor! screamed Astrid at the top of her voice, tears forming in her eyes. No reply came. The command was being actioned. The Chronicles of Professor Chronomie, Temper and Temporality An Unbound Theatre Production Written by Dario Knight And performed by Erica Sanderson With music by Kevin MacLeod